it down to brass tacks, gentlemen. This is it. The American dream. Let's just cut the crap and get down to brass tacks here. This is it. The American dream. Let's get down to brass tacks here. This is it. The American dream. But let's get the brass tacks here. Welcome back, everybody. It is the Brass Tax Podcast, episode 57. We're your hosts, Rick and Adam. My name is Rick. I'm here, dude. That is Adam. And we are back live after a couple of weeks of uh, vacation and whatnot. Intern Logan's still uh, at that sex camp or wherever he was. Well, I thought he actually texted me and said, a couple days ago and said he was going to Rochester, New York for some reason, but... Oh, you think that's what happened? <laughs> well, I don't know. I haven't heard from him since. Well, so. it, he definitely fits the profile. <laughs> did you did you see the, the photo of that guy yet? Have they released a photo of the shooter? No, they haven't said anything. Well, they haven't been caught, so and they haven't given me a description either. Oh, well, from the article I read, at least. That's no good. That's where I want to... Want to college? Oh, turn the uh, volume on the TV down. I'm hearing. Uh, I'm oh. hearing the stream over there. We always keep it professional here on the Brass Tax Podcast. But yeah, I had a. Uh, There's a, usually an intern for that job. That's true. That is actually very true. That's one black mark against uh, Logan. We're gonna have to write that down in his permanent record. But um, <laughs> I so I, I flew back to my native land of uh, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, mm. and. To my surprise, I was I was fully going into it. Like I, I spent I spent the better part of like two weeks bitching about how I didn't want to travel, how I don't like traveling, I hate airplanes, I hate fucking airports and all that other dumb shit. I fully went into this trip thinking like I'm gonna witness some bullshit happen. You know what I mean? Because of all the shit you see on social media, you see these things on Reddit, like people freaking out on planes, not wearing masks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's just. It just seems so tension. There's a lot, even more tension. There was tension prior to COVID, right? Right, right. But now there's tension in air, airlines tenfold. Exactly. So, yeah, I, so I was fully expecting to see some, some shit go down. Mm. But uh, to my surprise, nothing, dude. I didn't see... Every time I've ever traveled, I've seen some sort of, um, some sort of bullshit happen. Like, basically, like, someone's either verbally fighting. I've even seen guys get into, like, a pushing match. In the airport, which to me is like, I mean, I, I have a temper on me, but I would never dream of doing something physical in an airport, dude. Like, it's just way too risky. The last place. Yeah, dude. So I, I can say that I had an awesome, smooth trip there and back. Mm. The only one thing I witnessed was just this old guy on the first flight that I took just being a cock, man. Like this guy, you could tell he he got on the plane. And of course, he's sitting next to me. Um, <laughs> that's just the luck I have. But, uh, oh, hello, everyone. Let me see here. Hello, Suzanne. Good to see you. Hello, Rabbi Red Eye. Good to see you. Hello, Miss Devin. Good to see you as well. Um, what's, with, what's with Adam's shades? Adam is uh, super Settle cool. Down, cool breeze. Yeah. <laughs> and we missed you too, Rabbi. Good to see you, brother. He said, thank you for doing a three-hour show. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about all that, bud. <laughs> but uh, basically what happened was I'm sitting on the plane, and there's these two kids in front of us with their mom. And... For kids, I will say they were extremely well behaved. You know, they were kind of like fucking around, just pointing at stuff out the what window. What are the ages? Like, like probably like eight and ten, something like that. Okay. Um, so they were just doing normal kid shit, like just kind of talking about like TV and like they were talking to each other and pointing at stuff out the window, like, oh, look at that. And this old guy right next to me, probably in his like late sixties, something like that, he just keeps shushing them really loud and it's like dude it's like 6 30 in the morning we just took off and this dude's already being a cock about these two kids who were who were well behaved you know what i mean like normally when you see kids acting out on a plane it's terrible but snakes on a plane for sure <laughs> yeah well this guy was a snake on a plane but uh he just kept doing that shit and so i kind of shot him a look like dude what are you doing? And then I realized like it's six 30 in the morning i'm super baked and i'm wearing a dark long black cloak i don't look intimidating in the least 
So I just shut the fuck up and I minded my own business. You know who you probably actually resembled? Who? Corey Feldman. Uh, and I was one, wearing, <laughs> he would wear something like that. I was wearing Long, those glasses too. Dark hair, yes. That's a you look like Corey Feldman probably. Uh, I don't want to. In like hear Ascension that. Millennium. That's, Great song, by the way. That's look not that's not the type of shit I want to hear. <laughs> uh, but if you're joining right. us live right now, make sure you throw a like on the uh, video for us real quick. That helps us out in some way, I'm sure. I don't know. I, I, don't. I, I honestly don't have any facts to back that up at all. But I'm going to guess that it helps us in some way, shape, or form. But yeah, so smooth trip all around. Good to be back. Um, pretty sad that uh, Logan had to travel to New York to do what he did. That was pretty mean of him. But I guess with that being said, we will go ahead and get into some bad news. Well, I've got some good news and some bad news. Okay, give me the bad news. What's the bad news? They're dead. (laughs) This whole thing... Before I get into this, Rabbi said, hit the like button. It hurts the deep state. That's right. <laughs> He's true. He's telling truths over here. The creep state, actually. All right. Um, so to, to no one's surprise whatsoever, um, Facebook is being accused of watching Instagram users through the cameras on your phones and laptops and computers and what have you. Um, this... And I'm going to warn you right now, the articles we're about to get into, we're starting with the least dark, and we're going to get pretty fucking dark by the end of this segment. Like dark night dark? Uh, Not quite that cool, no. Not actually the exact opposite of how cool that was. Okay. You're a nice guy, Adam. (laughs) We all remember him trying not to break character while he's yelling at that poor lighting guy or whatever it was. But you and me- He was talking in- British English, so I thought no, no. I thought he was still using his like because he. You can tell he's oh. he's still trying to well, keep does, the American accent. He going. does interviews in an American accent. It's very weird sometimes. Like yeah, it's very weird to listen to a grown man try to be nice and mean at the same time. He's a great actor though. Well, yeah, he pulled that off. Machinist. Um. So anyway, <laughs> shut up. This is a good movie though. Um. Facebook Inc. is again being sued for allegedly spying on Instagram users. This time through the unauthorized use of their mobile phone cameras. The lawsuit springs from media reports in July that the photo sharing app appeared to be accessing iPhone cameras even when they weren't actively being used. Facebook denied the reports and blamed a bug, which it said it was correcting for triggering what it described as false notifications that Instagram was accessing iPhone cameras. In the complaint filed Thursday in federal court in San Francisco, New Jersey, Instagram user Brittany Conditi contends the app used yeah i don't know and she contends that the app's use of the camera is intentional and done for the purpose of collecting lucrative and valuable data on its users and it did it would not other or that it would not otherwise have access to uh, uh, uh. that was a gross one yeah i'm not surprised i mean no you know it's i mean it's of course it's devastating but it's also at the same time you're like you kind of expect this shit to happen um, at a certain rate, I mean, it's been happening for how many years now and how many companies are doing it and haven't been brought to the forefront. But this is the thing. It's not, it, we're living in a day and age now where you literally have to mind your P's and Q's, even in the privacy of your own home. Cause you never fucking know who's listening. We are surrounded yep. by microphones and cameras. P's, Q's, R, you know, S's, whatever you got to do, dude. I hear you. Adam. What? <laughs> <laughs> you know what you did? Yeah, I mean, what are, what are you going to do? Here's this the thing. Is the thing. I don't, what can we do? Well, you try to mitigate as much as you can. You have a phone, you don't have a choice there. Right. Um, well, to a certain degree. Well, there are well, this is another interesting thing too is that now this this whole um I guess need for, you know, we need to reinstill this privacy in our own homes and shit like that. So there are a couple of companies right now crowdfunding uh for really simplified modern cell phones where you just text and call. That's it. There's no cameras. There's no apps, no nothing like that. Right. So if you do want to get away from this type of bullshit and uh, that you could potentially fall victim to, then you're going to have to start giving up certain luxuries. You know what I mean? You're going to have to do away with social media and all that other shit. But no one's going to do that. No, of course not. No, we've already seen. There's a stranglehold on it. So Well, social media controls the narrative now, as we've seen. Everyone gets their fucking uh, their news and their and their opinions from social media. Adam is the real star here, says Agent D Bone. Yeah, you're right. It's not wrong. Good to see you in there, though. How you doing today? 
But uh, yeah, so I mean, it really, the thing is, is that even if you did cut out social media and all that other bullshit, um, there are still traffic cameras. There's, you're, we're always being surveilled, no matter what. We're always being surveilled, no matter where we are. Um, it's just one of these things where we're, I feel like society is just going to have to learn to deal with it unless we can figure out a way to kind of do what I, what I was proposing in a few episodes back when I said that, like, because we as the individual, our personal information is being collected on a regular basis and being bought and sold to different companies. We should, as we, as the citizens should be receiving some sort of stipend from those proceeds, um, in a perfect world. Yeah. I think the big thing in my opinion is what we need to do. And you know, I know this don't trigger, Hopefully this doesn't trigger people, but you have to retard the progress of it, though. Right. You can't stop it, but you need to retard the process. So. How do we go about doing that? You have to try to slow it down as much as possible. It's going to happen. You you have to delay the inevitable. Right. To a certain degree. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's the hard thing. How do you do it? I mean, I don't know. You can do it in your personal life. I mean, I don't own one of those Alexas or. Well, no, yeah, and you should things shouldn't. like that, or well, that's the thing yeah. too. It, like, it oh, just, you can connect Wi-Fi to your oven and your fucking refrigerator and whatever. All this, your laundry, like, what? What? I don't need to do all this. I think a lot of it also has to do with the fact that, like, it it, it comes down to the individual because there are some individuals out there that just do not ever have edgy or like incriminating conversations, so they can have things like that, like an Alexa or like a Google Home or something like that. Whereas guys like us, the shit we talk about, even though there's no truth in it whatsoever when we're joking about the things that we joke about, it could absolutely be distorted in a court of law to make us look like the worst people on planet Earth. And that's a really dangerous thing when you have all of this shit that's out of context to pull from to smear somebody's name. We already see that happening. Yeah. Yeah, well, we already see that happening on a regular basis just in the media regularly without, I mean, the, we're seeing it with cele- with celebrities, with politicians. Right. Um, and, and as we all know, you're guilty until proven innocent here. Well, there was a bizarre transition in the internet. Like, okay, there was the infancy of the internet and then it grew to a certain, like around like maybe 2008, I, in my 2007, 2008, in my opinion, you saw the peak of the free internet. Right. Right. I totally agree. You know, the, the free speech internet, whatever. And like, there was, uncensored internet like you, uncensored, you knew what you were everyone getting. knew what they were doing they were on not everybody i shouldn't make a blanket statement like that but yeah well, the that's trend the problem of the is internet, that everybody's on it well the trend of the internet had a certain pace to it where hey we need to keep this free you know the access to this we you know we can't have it tainted by just big business right yeah that's changed you know we <clears> even had there was even big businesses at that time, fighting for net neutrality and things right. like that. I've probably brought, I think I have brought this up before, but yeah, I think, yeah, we've touched on that you know, a couple of times. I that think it was a huge problem now because the fight for net neutrality a few years ago died and cause there was no, no one standing up for it that had any power. Right. And now we're seeing it. So it's, now it's gone and you got, you know, and now, yeah, now we're left with a fucking husk of what the internet used to be. Exactly. And that's a problem now, too, because when you look at things like fact-checking websites and things of that nature, or even even Wikipedia and shit like that, um, a lot of these companies will will pour resources into these fact-checking companies to make them, like, you know, spin the narrative how in whatever direction they want it's spun. So yep. now we're seeing that, like, even the even the old sites that we used to be able to rely on and shit are Camp. completely bought out, or they're completely bought out now. And if they can't find somebody to play ball, they'll do it just like they do in politics. They'll find somebody eventually that will play ball. No, they put pressure on these big companies to right. play ball. Yeah, I know that, you but have, I'm saying if they don't play ball, eventually they're going to find somebody who will. So regardless, it's, it seems right. like an insurmountable issue that, like, you know, this is going to be something we're constantly going to be facing down. Like I, yeah, like I said, it we cannot stop the inevitable, but we can retard the inevitable so it's, you know, slow that progress. Right, right. Rabbi Red Eye says he used to work, but now he is retard. He's <laughs> 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 a damn fine man. That's good. Uh, let's see what we got here. We're going to move along. Okay, so getting a little bit darker. Massachusetts mom, 64, and her 42-year-old son face up to 20 years in prison for incest after his wife caught them having sex. Um, so this uh, fucking gross, first of all. Um, and you're going to see these people, but let me, uh, let me click out of some of these fucking ads. I swear to God, news sites are so null and void now. 
Bell uh, Lavoie, yeah. Let's see. Uh, Massachusetts mom, 64 and 42-year-old son. All right, I read that. Cheryl Lavoie and Tony L. Lavoie confessed to having sexual relations with each other in their home on Clarendon Street, Fitchburg, back on May 20th, according to authorities. Tony allegedly told co- cops... <laughs> Cox. It just happened. <laughs> slip. Yeah, whoops. <laughs> you know what I got on the mind? It just happened and insisted it was the first time he had sex with his mom. I'm sorry, but <laughs> look at these two. Oh, my God. Cheryl reportedly said they had grown closer in recent months and started having sex when they began kissing. Ugh. I mean, these two are... You know, it'll be one them. thing if they were ones and twos, but when you have tens like these two people, <laughs> how are you complaining, right? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, man, these, it is a sad display. These are monstrosities. And it, the age is what really bugs me, too, beyond the just the nature of this. But Well, you have to wonder how long that's been happening. You know that's not a first-time thing. <laughs> No, come on. No, and then what's bad is they look alike and shit, and she is just so They look gross. alike. Why, why would they look so much alike? She kind of, oh yeah, good point. She kind of <laughs> looks like um old fat Jim Norton with a wig on. She's got that, no, that old um, Radio Norton look. What? Almost like a Don Vito. Yeah, yeah, she does. Yeah, you're you right, because of that sunken in weird chin. Yeah. Um, so police were called to reports of a disturbance uh, at the property on May 20th and arrived on the scene to be met by cousin of Tony's wife, reported the Sentinel Enterprise. The cousin told officers Tony's wife had called her after she'd walked in on her husband and his mom having sex in the property. At that point, what do you do, man? I, I mean, would just get my I shit and leave, man. The wife I had to have suspicions leading up to this. Yeah. Well, yeah, it says that in the article, actually. Oh, it, it says, does it? Okay. Yeah, it says that they had, um, she had thought something was going on because they were always acting weird towards How each other. How weird is this? Or each other. Um, why would see. you want to bang your mom, not only at this point, when she's in her 60s? Well, why would you want to bang your mom? Well, That's, I said that. I said that. Not only that. Oh, but yeah. But her, the fact that she's even in her 60s makes it even more repulsive, and she's a fucking ghoul. Well, that just tells you right there that she... She was poured she, into that. She fucking, like, conditioned that kid... To be like that. Because there's no way that a rational human being is going to do something like that. It's grooming. Um, So both Tony and Cheryl allegedly admitted to the officer separately that they had consensual sexual relations with each other and told them it was the first time it happened. That's an old go-to. Come on. (laughs) It's an old go-to. Yeah, of course. You get caught fucking your mom. It's always the first time. Yeah, you know, naturally you're going to say that. Yeah. When the officer asked the Lavoys why why it had happened, Tony allegedly said, I don't know. It just happened. The 43-year-old then said he wanted treatment for it. I don't know if that ever just happens. No, it never just happens. Look at that. And then that kid of her. You know, okay, hold on a second. You see what he's holding here? No. Um, Well, you will in just a moment. trophy. Do you see what kind of trophy? Bowling? That is a darts trophy. (gasps) Does this not look like one of our friends who also... (laughs) throws darts and exactly the pose that our friend would would take if he was taking a yes. picture of his dart trophy yes yes this is our good friend good friend um definitely hopefully not fucking his mom i doubt that maybe but no <laughs> <laughs> cheryl allegedly told cops the incestuous encounter happened after she and her son had become closer over the last few months and then started kissing the mother and son duo were charged with incest, a felony that carries a maximum sentence of 20 years in prison. <laughs> I was like, damn, I didn't think, I guess it made sense that these rules were on the books, but yeah. how often are these being exercised? Well, you can't be having people shitting out waterheads and stuff like that <laughs> because they got fucked up DNA. Well, I understand that. She's but, already got a trash womb. Look at what she, she pumped out right. previously. But the fact that we need laws to say, don't fuck your your parents it just it just tells you where we're at where we're at as a society Adam. well i mean I, i'm this law is probably old too. so you know <laughs> rabbi you leave my mom alone rabbi's over here hit, hitting on my mom again oh she's in boy. the chat hey Kelly. Mom, how you doing my mommy's here um so it says there was another part of the article that says that the wife walked in to see the mom like bouncing up and down in her son, son's lap on the couch there was another article that went oh. deeper into the into what was witnessed, and it, dude, it made me like it made me double over. I was just like, you know, this shit happens in the world because of just how fucked up things are. But when it's brought to the spotlight and you go into detail about it, it just gives you this visceral, like, cringy sure. feeling. Like, you but just, that's I mean, you have to almost address the mechanics of it. 
not yeah. just read the story. You have to address the fact, well, how did they, what what happened here? How did they start kissing? And then, like, you know, you, and then he started you become doing interested stuff, in the mechanics of it. Oh, God. Like, and she's a looker. How can you resist? True. True. 10 out of 10 for sure. Yeah. You'd hit it. Oh, yeah. Why wouldn't Or you? here, how about this? How about this? $200,000 cash, tax-free. Mm-hmm. You have to have sex with her, no bag on. $200,000? No, she has to, if she takes a test first, I would assume. Well, assuming that you're not going to catch anything. Oh, yeah. You'd do it? Hands down. I don't think I'd do it. $200,000 tax-free? I don't you know think you can I could do, do it. That? I don't think I could do it. Because you're assuming I could get hard and stay hard. You'd have to take enhancements. I'm sorry for anyone that's not watching this live right now, but this just just take it on good authority. This woman's a fucking beast. Awful. Like a, a disgusting ghoul of a human being, for sure. Rabbi Red Eye says 20 grand goes a long way. <laughs> he says 200 grand, actually. Oh, but, 200 grand, sorry. Yeah. Well, okay, fuck your mother. Yeah, well, he's right. It does go a long way. Yeah, I mean, all right. So, yeah, I guess the reality of it, assuming I could make my soldier stand at attention, then, yeah, I you would take do it. enhancements. You, you get a fucking Drop Viagra a or something. Yeah, a blue chew. 200 grand's a lot of jams to get out of, dude. That could help me out of like three or four jams. Yeah, if you get jammed up, that's getting you out of at least, I would say, I would argue 10 jams. I, well, that's the thing. I don't want to be selfish. I want to still have enough left over to help a friend out of a jam oh, if I need okay. to. I'm better than you. You got to think, that's bang. the thing. You have to think elevated, Adam. If you want to get into the mind of Rick, that's what you have to do. Put yourself in a place of excellency. And you too will learn a few things, I'm sure. Excellency, okay. Yeah, man. Hmm. I'm the best there ever was. Moving on. Uh, Joaquin, Texas. A man well, sentenced oh, to 40 years. You would think years. that was outside of Phoenix. Shut up. A Texas man sentenced to 40 years for trying to rape, kill, and eat a child. And again, you see the photograph of this uh, this gentleman. You probably saw this coming. I'm sure there were some warning signs. I'm sure there were some warning signs somewhere in this guy's life or in this world. This is this is probably a case of a guy who never had friends and never had parents and has just been left to his own devices his entire life. Yeah, I mean, it's probably not the best place to grow up, like Joaquin Phoenix, like it's outside Texas. in Arizona, like, you know. I already said it was uh, Texas. No. I, I, yes, it's Texas. <laughs> uh <laughs> Shut up, you asshole. Suzanne says uh, 200 grand's a lot, and it depends on the jam you get in, though. Well, yeah. That's true. Obviously, it depends on the jam. What kind of jam are you getting in that costs $200,000? I don't know. That's a pretty it's big jam. A, if it's an OJ-type situation, that's a yeah. co- That's a cocaine jam is what that is. 200 grand's a cocaine deal gone wrong jam. Right. Most likely. My mom says that the lady in the last article was a double bagger. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so let's get into this. A walking man has been sentenced to 40 years, shut up, in federal prison for trying to rape, kill, and eat a 13-year-old child using the dark web. Again, anyone that still thinks the dark web is a safe place to anonymize yourself and try to do weird shit like this, just know that no matter who you're contacting, it's probably a federal agent. Yeah. Alexander Nathan Barter, of, or 23 years old, was sentenced for child exploitation violations in the Eastern District of Texas on Thursday after pleading guilty last December to attempted coercion and enticement of a minor and distribution of child pornography. After his release from prison, Barter will submit to a lifetime of supervised release, according to the U.S. Department of Justice. I don't think this guy should be allowed to get out of jail. I mean, if you... Let's just get further into this. I think... Well, I I don't want to deviate too much, but this reminds me of a story where a cop was into this and they caught him like in these chat rooms. Yeah. Saying that like he was going to, he wanted to set up this thing where like he was going to eat someone. Oh yeah. Yeah. I remember what you're talking about. Wasn't it? Um, this it, is a while ago. Like, well, this has also happened in real life too. Like uh, there was, I think it occurred in Japan. There was a guy who well, sold his body yeah. uh, for science and whatever, but they used the cadaver. No, wasn't that? No, he was alive. He said he wanted to cut off his penis. Oh, and then have people eat it. Eat his penis. He, yes, and you're he right. would prepare that penis for them. Yes, you are 100% correct. Oh, man, I don't know what's going on in this chat. Suzanne just retracted a, a message. What, what was what was being said there? Oh, she was worrying about my shades. D- Agent D-Bone's worrying about your shades, too. He's not worried about it. Adam's wearing my shades, by the way. <laughs> I like how you... That was like a little spur-of-the-moment thing Adam did. He just... I looked over, and all of a sudden, Adam's shaded up. Look. What? Shader's going to shade, dude. That's true. I'm throwing shade, dog. Um, let's see here. According to information presented in court, Barter posted an ad on a dark 
dark website saying, I'd like to try necrophilia and cannibalism and see how it feels to take a life. If you'd be willing to let me kill you, are in the U.S., preferably in the South, and can travel by car, contact me. Oddly specific and oddly um, uh, just is congenial to a degree and also just very uh, nonchalant about his request. I think this, there's, you know, I think there's certain gene triggers. Like, you know, we always talk about pedophiles. Like, well, how, what, how do these people have this mindset? Yeah, like what's the genesis like or what was the catalyst? There's rather? some genetic trigger or something. I think they've kind of fallen the same category. Well, actually, um, there's also statistical evidence that basically says, like, the, I think the majority of pedophiles were themselves abused when they were children. Sure. And so they go out and offend as well. But I mean, this is just, this is murder on top of pedophilia on t- and then also cannibalism. This is a trifecta. This is the hat trick of um, just offensive activity. Well, try or not trifecta, you know? Shut up. And an undercover officer saw the ad and responded with the persona of a father and a 13 year old daughter. For about 10 days in October 2018, Barter and the officer exchanged messages, which included Barter's repeated interest in raping, killing, and eating the 13-year-old child, according to the Department of Justice. Yeah, this is just fucking dark. Barter then gave the officer instructions on traveling from Florida to Shelby County, Texas, as well as what to tell the child to get her to travel and how to conceal the evidence of a crime. On October 19th, 2018... Barter came to the agreed meet site in Joaquin with a knife, trash bag, and cell phone and tablet, the news release stated. Now, would you call this a M-E-E-T site or an M-E-A-T site? <laughs> Under the plea agreement, Barter was sentenced <laughs> to 20 one. years for each of the two charges for a total of 40 years in prison. As this chilling case demonstrates, online talk is not always just talk. The constant vigilance of our law enforcement partners has prevented the evildoer from finding a like-minded accomplice and bringing his grisly plan to fruition, U.S. Attorney Stephen J. Cox Mm -hmm. said. This case is a sobering reminder of how the the brave men and women of law enforcement face down the worst of the worst in the scariest of scenarios. So yeah, that's uh that's pretty fucking greasy. And this dude showed up with a trash bag and a knife. It's like, what was he gonna what what was the plan? Was he just gonna like tell the bitch like, hey, get in this bag? Or like, was he gonna do everything he said right then and there? This guy just looks like a goon too. You have to wonder what the fuck well, this guy's doing. He seems like someone could trick him pretty easily, right? I feel like if you move quickly in front of him, yeah, he may be tricked by you even by that, if you know what I mean. <laughs> So he's got fucked up eyes. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe that might be your undoing. You can see in multiple directions at once. Come on. See you coming. Those glasses look like you you can fucking see into the future with them, dude. You know, what's fucked up is I have a pair of glasses just like that. I mean, obviously not that thick, but like the shape and everything. You can see on the side that like that one angle. It's they're thick. That's another good question too. Or another good point. Adam, who gave this motherfucker a driver's license? Okay, well, we want to talk about that. I remember I went to school with some, obviously I went to a public school, so I went to school with people with mental disabilities. Yeah. Like this you one. one of them? Yes. So Laura, this one girl, extremely, not extremely, but mentally handicapped enough where you can't even get through like. Her you pants. Know, no. Uh, <laughs> Without a fight. Like educational, you can't get through like even high school. Oh, okay. She drove. She had. She was driving a fucking yellow Volkswagen Beetle. Ooh, I don't like that idea. I don't like that idea. So they at give. All. They give. They give some pretty bit a wide berth, uh, <laughs> with who they give licenses to. So. So my my thing is like, look at a Walmart parking lot. Okay. Yeah. I. I mean, but this is the thing. Like, could she hold a conversation? Like what she well, sent you mean? Like how how old yeah, she was could, she, she in her mind? A, uh, I would say twelve years old. Yeah, you can't be having twelve year olds on the road. Well, yeah. What am I gonna say? Who's who? What? How, retar- mentally like <laughs> okay. retard- No, like <laughs> retardation. You can't be like, oh, their their mental growth is is stuck at sixteen years old. Well, that's I not, know that. That's but I'm not asking really for a roundabout. Like, you know, like well, yeah, in your opinion, you yeah. you have a good grasp. I would on say how twelve years act. old. I would say twelve years old. Yeah, that's okay. See, that's not cool. You can't and have that. There was another shit. kid named Chase. Yeah. Also, he drove, he was and fast. he well, also that whole group really big into WWE. 
as they often are. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, he had a license. I, I could not believe that even when I was like, even when I was a kid, I'm like, how the fuck? That's just concerning. I shouldn't me. even be driving at 16. And you got these people out here driving? Yeah, that's another thing that kills me is what? the age that you have to be to smoke and drink and join the armed forces and stuff like that. I think they need to move the driving age up to like 21. I mean, at this point, I have nothing invested in keeping it down to 16 because I'm not 16. Well, yeah. so. well we're both men of a certain age, so we don't have to worry about certain things like that. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, I would, I would be for it because I remember I shouldn't have been driving at 16. Rabbi Red Eye says that this kid looks like a politician in Kentucky. Oh, yeah. Most likely. He looks like he looks like somebody It's Rand um, Paul's son. He looks like somebody you'd see standing too close to like a, a birthday party out in a park or something like that. Like he's just watching a little too closely, hoping you invite him over. Well what happened how I just don't get the the fantasy, the fetish of this. It's I mean, the guy's clearly not okay. You can look at him. Without doing anything to his features, without dolling him up at all, just right. looking at him, you know something is not well, right. I guess that's my point. Um, how old is he? He was, uh, or he's twenty three or twenty four. Yeah. Okay. How is twenty three? Like, there's should have been a flag. Yeah, before twenty adolescence, years. all the way up into this point. Like, hey, this person is very... There's something going on here. Well, I keep giving him new uh, dogs and cats, but he just keeps killing them and fucking them. <laughs> Number one red flag right there. When your kid's killing and yeah. fucking the pets. Well, D-Bone ain't wrong either. need to call somebody. Rick looks like Weird Al. Oh, yeah. He's, he's bringing out the original material. That's good. Um, Come on. No, don't give people credit for, for whack references. You got to do better than that. <laughs> I've been getting called Howard Stern and Weird Al since I was in like seventh grade. It's Howard Stein. Yeah, that's true. I mispronounced. Um, let's see. We're going to we're gonna move on to this one video I thought was pretty interesting this week. This is... It's a Bruder film. So this is, Yeah, right. This is from uh, Tucker Carlson, who I just fucking hate. This guy just... he I hate his perplexed look and how he's always squinting at the camera and shit when he speaks. Um, especially, I would, yeah, I don't hate him as much as I hate Ben Shapiro. Well, yeah, there's I'll always going to be, there's always going to be more hateable, less hateable. Well, sometimes and shit. Tucker says some real shit. Right. About right. like how the government's fucked up. Most of the time he just sticks to this bullshit and like, you know, right. Republican well, that, narrative, but sometimes he, he, he strays from the flock. Yeah, he does. And then that's why I pulled this particular video because he, um, interviews, Dr. Li Mingyan, who worked as a virologist, and basically what's going on is she's a Chinese virologist who came out and, and publicly stated that um, the coronavirus was lab-created. Right. And that, as we all know, is super contrary to the global narrative that they want you to believe, which I don't think anyone of sound mind um, ever thought that this was a naturally occurring phenomenon. But um, I'm gonna we're gonna get into this video well, a little bit and just kind of see what some of the shit that she's been dealing with. And I right. also apologize in advance because she has a thick accent. You know, Tucker Carlson used to wear a bow tie. I remember. I do remember that. <laughs> I think he took enough guff online and he decided it was time to uh, upgrade to a big boy tie. And we're gonna do that again right now. Lee Meng Yan is the virologist who says she has evidence about where this pandemic actually came from. We're happy to have her on tonight. Doctor, thanks so much for coming on. Hold on just a second. One more time before we start here. Would you? What do you think? It's hard to tell. We're, get, we're getting a chest up view. Yes. You can, you can kind of. difficult for me. You can infer that she is of slender frame. Sure. The hair bugs me a little bit. It's slightly unkempt in the front. It is. It is. But that's also, I don't know, but that's maybe kind of a selling that's point for me. She maybe, maybe, you know, has a freak side to her and doesn't care much, so much about her bangs. That's what tussled bangs are for you? It's, it just could says be. that she's a doity girl? She could be doity. I think she might be a little doity. Let's see, though. Well, she's right. a virologist. Hi, so, Tucker. Hi, Tucker. Yeah, I, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I know that you've published some of your research. You're planning on publishing more soon. Give us, for a non-scientific audience a summary of why you believe this virus came from a lab in Wuhan, please. Okay, briefly from my first report, I can present the solid scientific evidence to our audience that this virus, COVID-19 SARS-CoV-2 virus, actually is not from nature. It is a man-made virus He's doing created the Tucker Carlson in eyes. the lab 
based on the China right. military discovery and owned the very unique bat coronavirus, which cannot affect people, but after the modification, become the very harmful virus at now. So I have evidence to show why they can do it, what they have done, how did they do it. Yeah, I, so what I, would, you're saying- I don't want to, you know, go too much on a tangent with that, but she brings up some good points. I don't, yeah. you know, my stance has been for quite some time that it did come from that lab. I don't think it was intentional. Yeah, no, but no. But why I, ruin a good, pro, like a trad, you know, a bad situation? Right. I think they thought, okay, it got out. And well, I think we've said this before. Well, okay, we'll shut down domestic travel, but we'll allow international travel out of Wuhan. Right. Yeah, the aftermath seems intentional. They denied, denied, denied the whole time they knew what was going on. And don't forget, they threaten everyone with the dreaded R word. If yeah, you try you're to racist. Up, yeah, so that, that's they, a big Chinese government play, by the way. Right, and it's, it's been happening for years or for decades. But good on this woman for having the fucking balls to come out and say something. And also, like, generally when this kind of stuff happens, you'll see that a lot of the fact-checking websites rush to kind of rewrite their past, you know, and kind of um, deem them conspiracy theories, or we've even seen the old term uh, agitator brought up again sure. from time to time. So it's kind of cool that she's standing her ground and that a lot of these fact-checking websites, like Wikipedia is a really big offender of this, even though it's not necessarily a fact-checking website, like it can be edited and shit like that. But essentially what they do is they will lock these people out of their own profile so that they cannot correct incorrect information. So it's, it's, it's well, kind of cool yeah. to... It's kind of cool that like she's being given a platform. Uh, again, good on Tucker for this one. It's a dangerous platform for maybe someone of where she, I don't know where she lives, but I think she's here now. Yeah, well, she obviously, she, yeah, she'd be dead. There was a doctor that spoke out in the early days of that, and right. he suddenly disappeared in China. And I don't know, he's gone like a fart in the wind. Right, and that's actually later on in this video, she actually touches on that. Um, I think Rabbi brings up a good point too. With, yeah, you know, the fact that Tucker Carlson is the one who has to bring this out. Like, there's no media yeah, that's yeah. going to be, it's hard to, I guess, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes he says some, he, like, you know, it kind of freaks your mind out because sometimes he's, like, says some real shit. Yeah, exactly. And that's most a, of the time he says some stupid shit. But you have to wonder if it's sort of like back in the days when, uh, when certain TV shows would barter what words they could use in an episode, like how many swear words they could use and shit like that. It's like, do they give Tucker Carlson one or two good episodes or one or two, right. like you have his own design? You know what I mean? Yeah. Or he's so big. I mean, I guess like, um, Trump's like a really big guy, like big fan of him. So maybe they keep him because of that as well. Oh, true. Yeah. I mean, I guess if but, you have the backing of the president of the United States, it's yeah. going to be, it's going to be kind of hard to fire you from a position like that. Yeah. But China has been, what, there's a lot of like different methods of persuasion. You know, they, okay. You got to understand they, they know they've read Sun Tzu's art of war. Right. Most Americans haven't read that. You think, you don't think, you know, Xi Jinping hasn't read that and understood that, like understood what was going on there. Well, if yeah, you read you the art of war, that. you know, this is what they're playing. They've been playing it for years. Yeah. He, you know, Sun Tzu even said it's a long, you know, a long con basically. Well, it's just like the Cold War thing. Like when the, uh, who was that one guy who gave the talk about Russia's long-term plan to destabilize the United yes. States? It was going to take like generations. Yeah. Well, I know you know, but the, do you remember his it's name? A, it's a, well, it's a, an actual Rus former Russian spy defector. Right, right. Okay. Um, I haven't seen I don't the say footage in a while. Zelensky. I can't fucking remember his name, but yeah. It's a really good talk, though. Well, like, it's, it's scary talk. It's, it's scary, but it's a really good talk, and it's something that we're actively seeing played out right now, and it's not just one offender. Yeah. That's yeah. the scary part, is that it's coming from multiple directions. Sure. I think most of it, though, I mean, China, I think China has, just, they do these soft power and mostly soft power influences right. to these other developed nations. That's a, it's an easy play. It's a slow play, but the soft power of, you know, making everything about attacking the people yes. of China. Yes. Well, when no one's really actually attacking the people of China, Chinese people are great. Yeah. They have no control over it's what the their government. tyrannical bullshit government's right. doing. 
Yeah, we and, see that in a, in a ton of different countries. Sure. Like you, you oh. see that in Russia. You see that. I mean, but if you, you criticize criticize Russia's Russia's government, they can't drop the race angle on you for some reason. I don't. I just don't right. get it. it. It's all it's all very frustrating, but at least there's some semblance of like transparency left. Like because every other media outlet's been shutting this broad out. And it sucks because this is information that needs to be brought to the forefront, especially by a, an actual yeah. virologist, somebody who actually worked in these areas and can tell you definitively what's going on. It's yeah, it's yeah, it's too hyperbolic for the main these main quote unquote mainstream media, and even you know this fits a narrative of Fox News right now, so that's why they're playing it. Good point. Yes, yes. But I mean, it's yeah, that's probably what happened. I mean, a blind squirrel finds a nut, you know, <laughs> a, you know, broken clocks right twice a day. Like, so it's regardless of what media venue it came out of, there's, you know, some truth there. I agree. I'm going to, um, I'll play a couple more minutes out of this, see if anything else pops up of interest. Thing ...is much more sinister even than we've suggested on this show than Tom Cotton's, than almost anyone suggested. You're saying that the Chinese government manufactured this virus, if I'm hearing you correctly. That's what you're saying? Yes, exactly. Based on the virus genome, it's basically like our fingerprint. So you can see the very unusual characters in their genome, which clearly, based on the other evidence they left during the modification, we can see finally this is exactly the one come from their own special bad coronavirus and then target human. So that right there should end the discussion, right? The fact that she she just sat down, looked at the genome right then and there, was like, okay, this was clearly not man-made. That's it. No, she's racist. End of story. She's racist. Dude. And dude, it's funny because uh, Tucker Tucker touches on that. He says something along that along those lines. What you're alleging is shocking more even than <laughs> I anticipated when we invited you on. So I, I just really? want to ask the most obvious question, which is this, this genome presumably is in the possession of many researchers around the world. Why is nobody saying yeah. this if it's true? Yeah, why there is nobody want to say it? It's because of the big suppression come from the Chinese Communist Party government and also their friend in scientific world. So basically, this is very clearly that this virus is like Frankenstein. So oh, no. he created those things like basically a cow has deer's head, has rabbit's ear, and also have monkey's hand. So they can never get it from the nature. And there were evidence left in the genome. But the scientific world also kept silence, worked together with Chinese Communist Party. They don't want people to know this truth. Also, that's why I get suspended, I get suppression, I, is, I am the target that Chinese Communist Party won't be disappeared. She wants to be disappeared. You're a brave, you're a brave person. Um, <laughs> she is a brave person. I, I, I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, and, she's and a fucking badass, to be honest. Chinese racist. So it's, it's not clear why oh, Twitter would shut you down or why you're being ignored by the Soft power thing. Let me ask you, Chinese racist. So it's, it's not clear oh, why Twitter... I went back brave, a little farther. You're a brave person. Um, I, I, I'm giving the benefit of the doubt and, and assuming you're not an anti-Chinese racist. So it's, it's not clear why Twitter <laughs> no, would shut exactly. you down or why you're being ignored by the rest. But just, I, I just, it, it, that should end it right there. Nope. That right there should end it. And it's just, nope. it's sickening. And it's so insane to me that people aren't already out on the street freaking out about this. The fact that the media has been complicit in the suppression of of vital information about this, this stupid virus. And all it's doing is broadening the health, the wealth gap. That's all that's happening right now is like the rich will be fine. We're going to broaden that wealth gap. So this works for them. You know, this, this whole pandemic has worked for the elite. It, it's, it's frustrating. Yeah. It is frustrating. Yeah. I, I just, it's getting, it's getting to that point where you just wonder when it's gonna, when the breaking point's going to happen. You know, when is, when is the, when are the people going to just say enough is enough and stop showing up for work and stop doing all this other bullshit? Like, cause that's, that right there is going to take some kind of weird awakening. And I think that's why we're seeing this mass scramble to 
evade the truth and to to throw us more and more distractions. Like, here's another device. Here's another game. Here's another shitty fucking cookie cutter movie. And that's all we have now. Yeah. It's been like that for a long time, I think. But, you know, there's catalysts involved, like the, the virus and things like that, that speed up the reaction, right? Right. So I think that's what's going on. We're getting a call from uh, Rabbi Red Eye. Uh-oh. Call in. Hello, sir. How are you today? What's going on? Not too much. Having a little so- discussion here. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, my friend? Uh, just saying hello. Wanted to wish y'all a happy uh, post vacation. RBG death. Oh yeah, that's right. Rest in power. <laughs> oh, RBG. <laughs> Forgot about that, dude. They actually thank you, Rabbi, for uh, filling us back in on that because I I would have totally I didn't even have anything pulled up on that. And that's been a big a big development in uh, United States politics is that an older than dirt congresswoman, God bless her by the way. I mean, lived an insanely well, back it accomplished up. Back, life. Stop. What? Okay, not, I not forgot. Con- I'm not allowed to have. I'm not, not allowed a, to have well, my sentences. No, fucking not a congresswoman. So wasn't she a congresswoman? No. no. What was she? Supreme a Supreme Court, Court justice. Court. Oh, that's right. Sorry, I forgot about that. <laughs> Lifetime appointment. Dog, that's a, that's about as much pe- attention as I'm as I'm fucking paying. Okay. All right, well, but yeah, too uh, old to be in that station. Yeah, that Power is station. true. Yeah, way too many old people, and whoever wins this next presidential election is going to be the oldest ever. Yep. So it doesn't really matter, but it does matter, I guess, to a lot of people uh, who are more liberal leaning. They're freaking out, and I get it. You know what's but, killing uh, me about this whole age thing is like. Trump in several instances has attacked Joe Biden's age. And isn't Biden only like a few years older than Trump? I think they're, well, yeah. I mean, they're both in their seventies. So what does it matter? That's yeah, what I'm saying. Like, yeah. it doesn't make any sense to me. And cause he, I've seen some of his schmear ads where he repeatedly attacks uh, Biden's age and shit like that. It says he's like disconnected and shit like that. It's like, dog, you're a billionaire. What, what grounding do you have in reality? Well, Fucking! It just pisses me off that this is what we have to choose from. I don't. I just don't understand why are people still why are st- why are people still participating in this, being radicalized by this? Also, that's another big issue. Well, everything's uh, to the fucking boiling point, man. I mean, oh, we're Berlin. Is, <laughs> it's not even Berlin. at the Berlin point, dude. It's Berlin. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, it is. I mean, we got Hitler Youth getting set up with executive orders. Uh, saying pro-patriotic uh, indoctrination must be learned right from the lowest level of education you know like <laughs> no yeah you can't you can't have any allegiance to anything exactly you have that combined with big tech and then you have people pretending that they're scared of uh cancel culture or angry at cancel culture but they're going to cancel anybody that disagrees with them. People love yeah. canceling everything, man. Cancel this, cancel yeah, yeah. that. Dude, I, anything I disagree with should not be canceled. Right. Well, I think I think also a fundamental it needs to be said. I think a fundamental issue that we're facing as um as a country is that the average self self-esteem of the average citizen is so low that we've just become dependent on distraction and and any and everything being done for us instant gratification, all these other things. These are things that condition self-esteem out of you. And I think that once people start believing in themselves and believing in their neighbors and not being afraid of their neighbors, like we are now, like we've been pushed into, I think then we're going to start seeing a positive change, but I just don't know in what venue it's going to take place. Well, we have to be afraid of our neighbors. They, well, might, they might have COVID-19. Well, that's the thing. Don't that's talk what, to them. That's the problem. This is, this is the problem that we're facing is that people are just actively being led like puppets Fucking just just being told through a screen to be afraid of their neighbors and shit like that. We've never we've never experienced this type of horseshit before, as a country. I don't think where we're like where now it's everything. It it doesn't matter what your right. what your ethnicity is, what your religious uh, viewpoint your religious v- viewpoints are. You're just told to be afraid of everyone around you. Be wary of everyone around you. You don't know what they might have or what kind of ill will they have towards you. We shouldn't be like that. We can't get anywhere as a, well, you as can't a country organize, like that, right? You can't organize. 
if you're all divided. Exactly. It's the perfect government plan. Exactly. Well, uh, going back to Sun Tzu, it's a, it's one right. of the most fundamental uh, uh, playbooks out of that book is the fucking whole divide and conquer ta- uh, tactic that's been being employed since the beginning of time. Yeah. And we're all just falling for it again and again and again. Well, things like technology. People don't have to, time to be interested in that. Well, that's the problem. That's the problem right no there. No one has is time that, to be interested in the reality of things. I need to be distracted with cool technology and all that other garbage. Well, with what little free time you're allowed to have. Sure. Sure. Away from being pimped yeah. out. During that, when I'm not, you know, wasting my time doing other, the work thing. Oh, I got to be on TikTok or whatever, Instagram or I got to make my life look cooler than it is. Right. I got to film the void. You know? Right. Who gives a fuck what that shit's going on? They need that dopamine dump. Well, some some (laughs) escapism some escapism is good. Sure. Yeah, it's called L S D grow a set. You know what I mean? It's called jerk off, I guess. That's that's my great escape. I I escaped into another I escaped into a pair of my Batman socks last night. I was gonna say it's a daily routine to escape then. Yeah. Well yeah, I'm always escaping. You have to always escape. If you have too much in you and you don't get the person out. Yep. You're just gonna be. You're just gonna be an asshole. Yep. Nobody likes that. But let's see. I think what we should do now is we'll move over to presidential slam pain. So Rabbi, I'm gonna let Word. you go for a minute. Rabbi and, out. All right, brother. We'll talk to you <laughs> see soon. You, dude. Peace. Good man, that one. Oh all yeah. All right. So as I said, we about to move into some. Presidential slam pain. Where'd I put it? Oh, yeah, there it is. Oh. <laughs> you know, I'm totally off script right now. I know a lot of weed smokers. <laughs> please, watch up, please. He's a bad, bad guy. The NAACP's endorse me every time I run. If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. <laughs> it's the 2020 <laughs> pain. I know it's starting to get me now, too. So, <laughs> as the description uh, clearly states... How could you be sane and say that? You, well, exactly. How could you be sane and say that? How could you be sane and say any of the people who in that clip... You know, yeah, it's oh, it's all trash. Fuck. It's a fucking. This is, dude. This is a simulation. If you don't think we're in a simulation at this point, you can go fuck your mother, dude. <laughs> Agreed. Like full stop. Devin says can't walk around with a full bag. Good girl. I mean, you can, but psh, no, you can't. That's heavy. Think about it, especially when you're toting around a thick six everywhere <laughs> you go. <laughs> so, as the description states, um. Joe Biden's back as our uh, presidential slam pain candidate. He's back. He uh, made an absolute goose of himself at the Hispanic Heritage event that he attended recently where he just fucking plays the song Desposito or whatever the fuck it is. I don't know if that's the artist name or if that's the song name, but he plays it out of a, out of a phone speaker into the microphone, which already sounds horrible. I think Desposito's um, a Justin Bieber song, isn't it? Okay, well, I, I don't think that's true at all. But uh you don't? <laughs> no, I don't I don't think so. Call in people. That's a Justin Bieber song, I think. Yeah, I mean if it is, I don't I'm not aware of that. Okay. But um anyway, so just more pandering horse shit that white politicians should know not to do by now. But here, let me switch over to the monitor so everybody can see this guy just be a straight up goose. I'm just gonna play the video so we can all see this. If you're not watching and you're just listening, uh just go to YouTube, type in Joe Biden, Desposito. They can't be saved if they're just listening. That's true. That's true. You got to catch us. Catch us live. It's walking to the podium. I just have one thing to say. Hang on here. <laughs> Somebody. All right. Somebody had to teach him how to fucking use the phone. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Dance a little bit, Joe. Come on. Dance a little bit. <laughs> I tell you what, if I had the talent of any one of these people, I'd be I'd be elected president by acclamation. <laughs> Watch Thank out, your teeth so are gonna much. fall out. Thank you. He Thank really you. is a Thank goose. You. Thank you. 
So yeah, that's basically what happened. He, Who, the people are advising him to do this stuff. That's that's the problem, Adam. Is that people are giving him the okay to do things like this? And has this has that type of shit ever worked? I mean, obviously, like as as the uh, the video states here, um, his attempt to appeal to Latino voters was slammed online. Obviously, because you're basically telling the people you think they're a bunch of idiots, and all you have to do is play. Um, a song that that is from their culture and like that's all you have to do it's very reminiscent of when hillary clinton went on the breakfast club right. and told hot the hosts uh she always carries hot sauce in her purse or whatever the fuck it was this bitch ain't carrying hot sauce in her fucking purse she can barely carry her fucking teeth in her head do you know any fucking multi-millionaires carry fucking hot sauce in their purse Tyler Perry doesn't even call, fucking carry hot sauce in his purse. Are you fucking kidding me? Carry semen in his ass. <laughs> yeah, I already made the adjacent joke of homosexuality. You ruined it. Whatever, dude. You just shut up. Mr. Serious. I mean, come on. That's a brilliant joke. You're and then you just boy. do a dirt, like, way too direct of a joke. That's part of the fucking humor. Look at you. I mean, you know, like- you are absolutely zero. You have zero <laughs> comedic grounding. You can't be attacking what you can't be telling me what's funny and what's not funny. Well, Your whole shtick is that you're serious and that you're, you're literal. That's, that's what makes you funny. Don't come over here and try to attack my end of the table. Tell me what makes me funny. Cause I'll fuck you up. You're lucky Logan's not cool. here right now. I'd have him beat the shit out of you. Well, he may be in prison. Who knows? That's true. Well, yeah, we, they haven't <laughs> caught him yet. That's for sure. Um, let's see here. Some 20 or Devin says some 20 year old assistant pulled that for him before he walked out. That, that probably is more likely what happened. Like it was probably you a know, spur of the you moment. You gotta have handlers that are way, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. This guy's running for the, the best, like, position the you know to Highest run office in the land in the land and he's having some 20 year olds hey play desposito that's a this is a great idea stranger things have happened y- yeah yes stranger things have happened but you think that was who like, are these these minders but he's look at, he looks like a piece of garbage anyways well yeah did you see look the, how old these fucking assholes look well here hold on let me i'm gonna just retire because go back to home and just live the your Twilight years, you know? Well, that's the thing. They're too power hungry and too like I don't know any of the vampires' names from Twilight, so I couldn't make a joke. But Well, they're too power hungry. They're they're too um they're too used to being in the spotlight. It's kinda like being famous. Like you see these people that once they've had a taste of fame, they are always doing these weird like VH1 throwback shows and shit just because they want one more shot at it, you know. Politicians are the same way. It's all it's all playing towards their vanity and their need to be in control and shit like that. Like that's why you have to yeah. be wary of anyone who chooses to be a politician to begin with. It should be a reluctant choice, and it's a civil service. Exactly. You, know what I mean? you should it's reluctantly an undertaking. Accept, you know, pursue that. Yes. But you also should have a job. You should have a job, and then this should this is that how that's how it was set up. So you could you could have a job, and then this is also your civil service, right? You know, and but it's become a career for most of these people in the Senate and and you know in the House. It's a become a career, a lifetime politician. And that just shouldn't be allowed. Because you make so much money. You become multimillionaires. It's not from the salary, which they vote to raise for right. themselves, which is ironic. I was or bitching about that on my stream right yeah, here. It's not their free health care or anything like that. <clears throat> it's the fact they make these connections where they can make millions of dollars on the side. They get uh, hints on IPOs that they can invest in, things like that, you know, pre-IPO investments. Right. So they become multi-millionaires, you know, out of civil service. Yeah, exactly. And that just shouldn't be allowed to occur. But um, I wanted to look. Hold on just a second. Let me see. Correct. Yes. Lobbying. So look at this creepy fucking smile he has on under his mask. Like, it just looks like it's. When he when he smiles and when he makes facial features and shit like that. Joker, dude. It looks very, yes, very Jokerish, but basically very animated like he's not able to control his his facial expressions anymore like because it's just he's all old. very weird he's fucking old that's a problem that's a big fucking problem you shouldn't have that like am i here am i not here look if you're running for president a, 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 not even a strong wind shut up we'll knock him down she's got the winds <laughs> oh actually you know what i'm gonna um I forgot I pulled up the uh, Hillary video. Hillary in the house. Hillary, Hillary in the White, White house. house. 
the fuck? What a, um, I'm so glad she never got her oh way with this God, whole thing. Could you imagine? imagine? <laughs> fuck. Bleeding all over the White House, getting all the carpets all filthy. Yeah, Charlemagne should have slapped that fucking hot sauce out of that bitch's hand. He should have thrown his coffee on her chest. If he had hot coffee, that would have been my move probably too. What do you think's in his cup? Don't say anything racist. Ooh, water. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Vaughn, what's up, dude? And Rabbi Charlemagne the joke. Yeah, he should have popped her. But yeah, anyone that didn't hear this, if you've been living in a fucking coma for the last few years, um, this is Hillary on The Breakfast Club uh, being asked a question by some are black they doing constituents. This? Are um, they doing this? Yeah, go right ahead. Fucking yeah. Uh, go right they, over my sentence. Well, I mean, you always we, know where, we knew where you were going. Are they doing this at a like children's die. hospital? or? I don't know. I don't know, Adam. They're on a radio a show. A convention room? Don't, I don't know. It's definitely before. Well, it's like set up somewhere, so it doesn't look like his natural studio. No, definitely not. They're, so. they're probably at a Yu-Gi-Oh convention. <laughs> but yeah, let's see what okay. she had to say. No more questions? He said no, she has to go. She what's what's something that you always carry with you? Hot Just, sauce. <laughs> really? You, yeah. Yeah. Really? Are you getting information right now? <laughs> Hot sauce. Hot sauce that in my fucking bag. Fucking laugh. Hot sauce. Really? Yes. Now, yes. listen, I just want you to know, people are going to see this and say, okay, she's pandering to black people. Again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I almost feel like that. Oh <laughs> that up was staged. I think that even was staged. But just listen to her hey. response. Is it working? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they should have freaked out and been like, just get the fuck out. Could you if pause it wasn't, this for a second? If it wasn't staged, it's already paused. Uh, this is also, there's another example of that. When she did that speech in front of a bunch of black people, and she's like, I'm in no means tired. Oh, yeah, that's right. Like, I ain't no ways tired. <laughs> yeah. I've come too far. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to see if I I'm gonna see if I can find it real quick. Oh, you definitely. You're right. Type it Hillary Clinton. I've come too far. <laughs> I ain't in no way tired. <laughs> oh, it's already, yep, it's already yeah. on there. All right, let's see. Hillary Clinton, I've come too far. Fucking shape-shifting bitch. Dude. <laughs> shape-shifting That's bitch. what she is, dude. She's fucking shape-shifting bitch, dude. Oh, fu- oh shit. Devin says it's an AIDS clinic. She's right. They oh. were doing it at an AIDS clinic. All right. Clinic. See, there was something. I knew it was something. Thank you for, the, for filling us in, though. Uh, let's see. Okay, so this is definitely a while ago. You can tell from the quality. All right. <laughs> This is so fucking bad. I hate her voice. I don't feel no ways tired. Oh, come on. I'm too far <laughs> from where I started from. I told you, dude. Nobody told me that the road would be easy. I don't believe he brought me this far. She's fucking wearing Star Trek outfits. <laughs> These are fucking Star Trek outfits. That's what they wore on Star Trek. It does look like she should the be... Fuck? She looks like she's about to put a medal around Luke Skywalker's neck. <laughs> I've come <Damn>. too far. <laughs> she's giving this speech in Canada. Let us not grow weary in doing good. For in due season, we shall reap if we do not lose heart. The brave men and women of Bloody Sunday did not lose heart. Good song. We can do no less. <laughs> I hate you two so much. I know. We have Sunday. a march to finish. Let us join together. Wow. Let us join together. That was a good joke by Devin. That march. Yeah, no, it doesn't matter if it's an AIDS clinic or not. It's definitely an AIDS clinic now. But yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's pandering old fucking hill dog there. Eighteen naked cowboys down at the Ram Ranch. (laughs) I ain't no ways tired. Who speaks like that? When you're pandering, dude, you're soft shoeing to try to get attract a certain group. She sounded like a fucking line out of a Samuel Clemens novel. Yeah, you don't think these black people can see through that? That's that's the racism. Yeah, they think like these white people, these stupid white people think they can just fucking do a song and dance and trick a bunch of black people like they're inferior or something. Are you kidding me? They, well, what, that's the problem. That's right the there. real racism. Like that's right. embarrassing. That's the you, problem. You are a fucking racist lady. 
you what you think it's like a monolith of black people they all think the same they're gonna just that's follow. exactly what they're saying they're when gonna, they give yeah. these speeches when exactly. they play fucking despacito yeah. out of their phones that's they, exactly what they're telling you. the people yes both of them are saying the same goddamn thing dude i'm telling you, you it's, it's enough to make you want to fucking start breaking windows and setting buildings on fire but don't do that do just do that yeah. in minecraft do it in minecraft oh but, yeah anyway Thank you guys for joining us for another installment of the Brass Tax Podcast. We appreciate it. Uh, if you're watching us live right now, make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you hit that notification bell so you know when we go live. We are live every Saturday, uh, 5 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Uh, West Coast. And if you have any suggestions for the show, or you anything that you want to see or have us talk about or whatever, or even just make fun of, email us at therealbrasstax at gmail.com. Uh, go check out all of, our, all of our fucking merch and stuff like that on Teespring. Just search uh, Brass Tax Podcast. We got fanny packs that we've codenamed drug bags in case you need a place to put your drugs. And until next time, guys, you take it easy and uh, be nice to each other. Don't be assholes. And hopefully you don't get sick. It's nice to be important. More important to be nice. Well said, my friend. Good night, everyone. <laughs>